At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. And it begins the Friday edition of Big Bets here on VEASAN. Dave Ross and Jeff Parles in the house today for Amal Shaw. Jeff, great to have you in. I joked with Amal yesterday that with you and I doing the Friday show here, and Kelly already knows this, it's just two hours of New York Metropolitan's baseball. That's We're, we're just going sure? to break it down from it. No, maybe we shouldn't talk it at all. You know, I I was thinking the other way, where I don't even (laughs) want to think about it until the game starts tonight. We got Major League (laughs) Baseball playoffs, Jeff. Of course, we are going to talk about those Metropolitans and the Padres as the second season begins. By the way, right now, uh, the Indians up on the Rays. Guardians, dollar dollar in the jar. How many times am I going to do that? Twice this week. San Diego Chargers. Right, it's (laughs) going to happen. Okay, so two to one, Guardians. Uh, guarding that lead against the uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, so we'll keep you updated there, and we'll get to those other three games. Obviously, we're going to have uh, Jonathan Von Tobel join us later on uh, at the top of hour number two. I, I, I can't wait to get his thoughts on the punch heard around the Twitter world today with Draymond Green and Jordan Poole, how that might affect the Warriors as they were one of the short favorites to maybe uh, repeat as champions and, and what this might do for them. We'll get into that, obviously, with the Celtics and their situations. So, so many basketball conversations with JVT. And then I call him the King of New York. Will Hill is going to join us uh, in about an hour and a half. We'll get his thoughts not only on Major League Baseball, but also at the NFL's. Well, Will Hill, the only person who I think was more upset than you and I that's associated with this network with the Braves sweeping last week. He w- Yes. I think he's the only one who was more upset than either of us. And again, if you had futures tickets on the Metropolitans, like. Disaster. I, and I know, I know yeah. you're thinking, bad beat. 
the Mets won 101 games. Yeah. 101 games Still didn't, didn't win the there. division. So, like, to me, I can't call it a bad beat. I got to tip the cap to the other side. To, not that I want to, Jeff, but that's the way I have to look at those things. Like, like if you had last night the, uh, you know, first score touchdown, is it a bad beat that both those teams just stunk and there were zero touchdowns scored? You're asking the wrong guy. You're asking the wrong guy on that one. <laughs> Jeff Parles, one of the lucky few to cash the no touchdown there scored it is. in yeah. that game. See, that is amazing. See? So you did that pregame and said, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go 100 to 1. So so I had 125 because oh, that was what Circa what? had. That's fantastic. So, so, Dave, I a few weeks ago, I was in for Wes Reynolds on, on a live bet tonight, and I took the no touchdown in the Cowboys-Giants game. That was a good which, bet. quite frankly – Getting to five and a half minutes to go in the third quarter. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good. Yeah. That means the bet was well worth it, even yes. though it didn't get home. Last night was, again, that's probably, Kelly, that happened twice last year. Oh my a game goodness. with no touchdowns. Yep. And, and again, we, this is the first one this year where that's happened. So what was the sweat for you in overtime, fourth and goal? When you, like, to me, look, I get it. They're going for the win. And. Nathaniel Hackett, I'm like, kick it. You're still over two minutes to go in the two-minute warning. So. I'm stunned that you wanted them to kick it. Floored. Well, Floored you wanted them to kick yeah, it. Yeah, it's fourth and two. You can't move it for four and a half quarters, and now all of a sudden I, it's going to click? So I was I was talking to Kelly before the show, because uh, obviously Kelly Bidlin on multiple shows on this network. Yeah. Uh, so he's here a long time on, on, on these weekdays. I thought going for it was the right play on fourth and one, because if you're kicking the field goal with the amount of time that was left – you're asking for the game to end in a tie. And I'm not playing for a tie if I'm Denver. The play call was, is what I had the issue with. Now, K.J. Hamler no, wide was open. wide open. If Russ turns his head, it's a touchdown, I lose. But I would have just handed the ball to Gordon, and if Indianapolis stopped me on a fourth and one, so be it. Tip the cap, exactly. Yep. But that game last night, I mean, you're dealing with – Probably in the – I don't care that Indy won the game. I don't care that Indy's 2-2-1. Two, two, and one. They stink. They're a bad football team. Matt mm-hmm. Ryan's done. They have no offensive line. Their defense played well last night. But that more had to do with Denver's ineptitude offensively, which, Dave, the Broncos are stuck. There, there. Because all that money they gave to Russ, they, they don't have an out for four years, and they have a head coach that I'm pretty sure you gave Kelly a headset, which he currently has a headset, Yeah, he looks actually. like a coach. Kelly could very easily oh. – do a better job than what Hackett's I'll done tell you so far. This, Calling so. the play. Hey, <laughs> hey there was, uh, um, you know, as K.J. Hamler stated after the game, he was wide open. He was wide open. Everybody can complain <laughs> about the play call all they want, but there was a wide receiver wide open with a Hall of Fame quarterback that just didn't see him. But you can't say what K.J. Hamler said after the game. And sure I believe you can. The, I believe the exact quote was, I would have walked in. Like, okay, he's right. I'm not saying he's 1,000% right, but this is friendly fire now that, you know, let's ride Broncos country and all that. Like, that's going to, like, yeah, I could have walked in. There it is, uh, James Palmer, James Palmer TV with a blue check mark there on Twitter. So, like, that stuff resonates in locker rooms. And, look, I get it. Russ is going to come out and still be Russ, and he still does the let's ride even after they lose, and people are getting on him for that. But, man, it's inside the ranks. That's what, It doesn't really matter, media fans and all that stuff. And I look at Denver now, and, and I don't know what you think of this Broncos team, but I they played stink. the Raiders. I played the Raiders at plus 2050 to win the AFC West when they were 0-3, and part of my handicap was the Broncos are terrible. They're going to usurp them in the rankings, no problem, in, in the West. And I don't know about the Chargers in 10 and how healthy he's going to be, and I think the Raiders have a great chance on Monday night. But my goodness, this Broncos offense, and the numbers don't lie, 
they, they look like they are literally stunk, stuck well, in I mud. mean, they're bottom five in basically every, every major statistic right now. Uh, 28th in uh, uh, EPA per drive. Uh, the, the success rate, 30, 30th. Bad. Points per drive, 31st. Only one team's worse. Touchdowns per drive, last. Three and outs per drive, 29th. Points per game, 31st. Look, there are plenty of ways to look at this disaster in Denver mm-hmm. right now. You, and there's plenty of, way, plenty of blame to go around. You have a head coach that has no idea what he's doing. You have a quarterback that seemingly is finished, and it was quick that he was finished. We remember in the, in the pandemic season of 2020, yeah. Russell Wilson was the MVP through eight weeks. Absolutely. And then since then, he has been – maybe has had four games where he's looked like that, maybe the last two last year. And now you, you're in a division that, Dave, the Raiders are better than them. They proved that last week. The Chargers – the injuries are a problem, but they're still more talented because Herbert is so much better than Wilson. And then when Kansas City plays Denver, with spending all that time I did in Missouri, I know the Chiefs love whipping it up on the Broncos when they get the opportunity. When they play a mile high later this year on a Sunday night, they will take every opportunity given to them to embarrass the Broncos on primetime. So a week and a half ago, I'd mentioned the Raiders were, were dead last in, in the numbers game to win this division. And all of a sudden, now... They've uh, they're at ten to one now, and after the Broncos lost, the Broncos also are at ten to one. So I got 20, uh, 20 50 for the Raiders to win the West. Okay, now the the Broncos and the Raiders have the same numbers at ten to one. The Chiefs uh, minus about a dollar eighty. I'm seeing here, and the Chargers about three to one to win the division. Uh, after the game, I do believe Kelly's got the soundbite from Richard Sherman doing Thursday Night Football. And if this isn't another shot at what went wrong in a, well, let's say not that long ago Super Bowl, I don't know what is. Take a listen. On the final play, you got to run the ball again. Like, I I mean, I wish I had Marshawn up here. Like, one yard. You need one yard. Run the ball. Run run the ball. CT. He's triggered. All he has to do is run the football. Like, <laughs> necessary criticism. I'm not, you know, I've said enough criticism for him, but God dang it, run the dang ball. Like, learn well, from I, your mistakes. I don't, can somebody fill me in? What is he yeah. referring to? I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> Have you been in this situation before? <laughs> I, run I, the ball. <laughs> that was the best part of it at the end. It's uh, beautiful. It, yeah, it's but, like, it fits like playing like, wow, well, I don't know. What are you talking about over there? And again, that's not on Russ. That, unless Russ changed the play, like Al Pacino was talking to Jamie Foxx on any given Sunday, you're changing the plays. If he, unless he's changing the play that Nathaniel Hackett's calling, that's called by Nathaniel Hackett. So Richard Sherman can get on Russell Wilson all he wants, and he can get on you know Russell Russell for running the not running the football to Marshawn Lynch. That those two plays really aren't on Russ. Those are on the calls, the actual calls of the play. So I get it that Russell Wilson is the lightning rod today for those. And then, you know, Richard Sherman bringing up the past. That's still not on Russ. So they can get mad all they want, but that's the way I kind of look at this. By the way, who's, who's getting off light in all this? The Colts. My goodness. That's the worst football game I think I've ever seen in prime time. I saw a worst game between the Jets and the Redskins, the formerly known as Redskins. Way back in the day, I think it was a 6-3 to three game that ended. But nobody had to watch that. We all had to watch this mess. The Colts are now the favorites to win the – let me say that again. The Colts are the favorites to win the AFC South at plus $1.50. The Jags nip at their heels plus $1.75. The Titans plus $2.25. The Texans 35 to 1. Are you kidding me? How in the world would you back the Colts now after what you just saw in glorious victory last night? Now, well, wait, wait a second here. 
you just said it. Inglorious victory. They, Dave, they are the first team in over 40 years to win a game with out of touchdown, with getting sacked six times, with throwing two interceptions. Oh, and by the way, they're on the road. They're the first time in over 40 years that a team has won with those stats. And they won on the road in the National Football League. Look, I don't really change. Uh, see, there you go. 19, 1973. I did the not Cleveland cover that Browns game. Browns against the – you remember? You don't I remember? Didn't, I did not cover You don't remember that game? No, okay. I was not there. But, but it just <laughs> – it truly is remarkable what – the Colts managed to do last night. And look, I don't care that the Broncos stunk. They still went on the road and won the game that they, they they've now won two games. They've had no business winning. Yes. Because the Chief game, How do they beat if the it Chiefs? wasn't for the Chiefs' special teams imploding, we're talking about a team that's 0 4 and 1 right now. Okay, well, here again, when I my first rule when I become NFL commissioner will be that there's no ties. There would never be the possibility of a tie. Oh, come on. The second come rule on. will be we're going to abolish Thursday night football because the product is terrible. Guys are getting hurt every other play. They're dropping like flies. But but in all seriousness, because of the rules and the way they are, remember, I would I am for the abolition of ties. I would have kicked the field goal for the Broncos because nah, of course hey, you would have. As long as they're there, of course you would have. Dave. As long as they're there, this is benefiting the Colts. Their week one tie with the Texans is benefiting the Colts. It would have behooved the Broncos to at least get out of there with a tie. So you wanted the Colts to have two ties then, yes, which I is did. equal to one win. Absolutely, because that would have been like Exhibit A. Yes, if the Colts were one, two, and two. Yes, 19, I, 1980s uh, Montreal Canadiens record through five games. Yeah, I could have gone to the courtroom in the NFL law and said, "Look, here's Exhibit A. They're one, two, and two. We got to get rid of them. That's what I was hoping for. When we come back, Jeff, let's break down the Major League playoffs. Right now, again, bottom of the eighth, Cleveland with a 2-1 lead as we are underway in the second season of the MLB. Come on back. It's Big Bets on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, 
it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN. The Sports Betting Network. The NHL season has officially begun, and our hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. The VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide is now available with strategies and best bets for the season ahead. Get in-depth analysis from our hockey experts, including Andy McNeil, with predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, season-long trends to watch, plus three things every new NHL better should know. This guide is a must-have with key insights and data for both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport. Give yourself an edge this season and get the VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber today at vston.com slash subscribe. Back alongside Jeff Falls, Dave Ross here. This is Big Bets here on a Friday edition, Jeff. And I look up, and the uh, Guardians still guarding that lead. Two to one, bottom eight right now as they try to take a one game to none lead. In the wild card round, this is new this year, kids. Mm-hmm. So it's best of three. But if you're the higher seed, you could possibly play all three of those games at home if necessary. First and foremost, before we break down the other three, do you like this format? Better than the old, which was the the one-game scenario. It's definitely better than the one-game scenario. I, I'm not in the camp of, was, uh, of baseball needing more playoff teams when mm. the season is 162 games Good long. Uh, but I, I don't have a problem with a best of three. It's more fair. Like, if you ended up with, the, in, in the old format, you would have had Toronto-Seattle and Mets-Padres where, again, we saw this last year with the Dodgers. But the Dodgers, 106 games, and had a best of one. Right. Where if Chris Taylor doesn't hit that homer, you're in a coin flip extra inning game mm-hmm. with 106 wins. That seems insane. <laughs> so uh, I, I have no problem with with the new format. I don't love that there's extra teams. Uh, the Guardians were the only team that I took a series price on here. Okay. It was the only one I took. Uh, I, I couldn't quite get there with anyone else. I, I understand why there's love for Seattle with the way that the starters are pretty even in that series. But I did... Take the Guardians minus one twenty to win this series. Uh, right now, okay, three outs I mean, away. Jose from... Ramirez is two run homer, and the sixth is the difference right now. I look at it too, and again, look at that pregame total for today's game. It was five and a half, and it's three as we sit right. I got bet. That got bet pretty heavily over the last day because that was six wow. for the longest time. And now, again, you can get five and a halves in the playoffs when you have these aces going. And McClanahan threw one bad pitch. Ramirez deposited it into the stands. 
And uh, same deal with Bieber. He just gave up the solo Jack Desiri instead of a two-run homer. And again, you look at the, in the crowd; it's cold. And again, it's fifty-four it gets, degrees. Right. It gets back to that April ba- baseball, and we're kind of handicapping that. Then, so you add the weather on the East Coast in with the the pressure of postseason baseball. It lends itself towards unders. That's just what it does. So that's why you're seeing a five and a half total. And right now, it looks like it might stay under as it's two to one right now in the bottom of the eighth. Okay, the next game today is the Phillies and the Cardinals. And this one is, boy, look at the numbers here, Jeff. Pretty darn close. Cardinals minus tower seven, Phillies minus tower three. If you like the Cardinals to win on the run line there, you can get some good plus money at plus a dollar ninety. Oh, in progress, rather. They've just started in the first inning. Thank you very much, Kelly. So that is off the board right there. But it is still intriguing to me. Look at this total. Only six and a half. Uh, and right now, bottom of the first, the Cardinals do have their, their lead runner on. So let me just get a generic strategy from you. Do you like doing the series plays better? As you mentioned, you only have the Guardians and or the individual games. Depends. Yeah. <laughs> it really, really depends. Now, this this was interesting because the Phillies were favored this morning and it flipped back to being the Cardinals favored because the consensus is that Wheeler's a better starter than Quintana, which, right. correct. But it's just one of those where I think, even though I think the Phillies are – are talented and match up pretty well with the Cardinals when it's all said and done. There's always that extra factor, as we know, with St. Louis. It doesn't matter. I mean, Albert Pujols, who legitimately we saw today in a report that Albert in the workout yesterday said, oh, I was legitimately retired, considering retiring at the midway point, and then he was the second he's best in, hitter in the National League. He's in, in the, the second two-hole. He's yeah, in the two-hole. Exactly the in the playoff game. I mean, <laughs> what, what world are we living in? And in 2022, Albert Pujols is in the two-hole of a playoff game. I mean, this is absolute insanity when you look up, but that's exactly what's happening. So he's, I, he's, he's, he's getting an extra base in here. Oh, my God. This is insane. So, you know, I looked at it and I thought, well, maybe they'd be in trouble because it's been like the last part of the season has been a going-away party for Pujols and for Wayno and for Molina. And yet, here they are maybe playing some of their best baseball right now. And, again, the Brew Crew not in the postseason. That's a major disappointment. Uh, Pujols does fly out to the warning track here. But I look at the series. I thought it would be more of a toss-up. At least one that I think could possibly go all three. Yeah, I look. The, any of the it's any of these series could go three. Any of them. They're just because everybody's got an ace. Well, look. You look at the way that these teams match up. I know the Mets won more a dozen more than a dozen games than the Padres did. That's but, the biggest. That's the biggest. But you look at you look at the starters where the Mets have in the two starts Darvish had against them was brilliant in both. One mm-hmm. both. Snell had one really bad start against the Mets and one had one really, really good, good one mm-hmm. against them. And then if that game goes, if that goes three, Joe Musgrove's going for the Padres. So mm-hmm. they have probably their best pitcher still waiting for game three, which again, the Mets might have the ground in game three. So you could end up with a five and a half in a game three. That's you're, how good these pitchers are. Right you're now. making me nervous. Like I thought we were going to try to not make each other nervous. I thought nah, it was gonna it's be a playoff game. We should be nervous today. Regard, even I thought if they, this was like a self-help e- thing. E- even if we're, in play- it, we're in it together. Even and now I'm all nervous. Even if they're playing the Cincinnati Reds in a playoff series, you should be nervous. That's just how baseball works. <laughs> we're going to the ninth uh, in Cleveland right now. Two to one Guardians still in the lead there. We'll keep a watchful eye. Uh, the Blue Jays, by the way, in that series against the M's, a small favorite today, minus dollar six. That total. Uh, one of the higher ones you're going to see at seven, which mm-hmm. is insanity. But again, you're good. It's a good point, Jeff. We're talking about aces that are going to be going so out. No and Castillo, right? So again, you're you're going to get the best of the best here to start off if you've set your rotations correctly. What do you make of the series overall? What do you make of Game One today? I like Toronto. I didn't want to lay the price for the series because I thought it was too steep. 
Okay. Because Seattle, the one thing that Seattle does have is they have a decided advantage in the Game 3 starter if it goes the distance, regardless of what order they go here. Whether it's Ray or Gilbert in Game 3, either of them, better than whoever Toronto is throwing in Game 3. Mm-hmm. I like Manoa better than I like Castillo, surprisingly enough. I like Gosman against whoever pitches Game 2 for Seattle. But if it goes to Game 3, and it is Ray or Gilbert against Stripling or Maybe even Barrios, who's been say, terrible this year. Is, is that what you I mean, do if you're Toronto? I, I think I would go with Stripling. Okay. And just have Stripling go three innings and then rely on your bullpen. And put spot. him in the pen. Put, put yep. Barrios in, in the pen if need be. Okay. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't pitch Barrios. If, if you could you could avoid it, that's what you do. Yeah, wouldn't bother. I mean, again, looking at looking at the postseason roster for, for the Jays, uh, when this is all said and done, as I have to go through uh 14 uh, things here. <laughs> uh, they do have both Barrios and Stripling on the roster. Right. So they are at least giving themselves options. They also have Yusei Kikuchi on the roster, which they can't possibly start him, right? You couldn't imagine. They can't, they can't possibly do that. But that He's been out of the bullpen most of the second half anyway. But your point's well taken in that if this thing does go three, that is going to be a major advantage, advantage for, the, Seattle. for the M's there. So they just want to elongate this series. All right, let's get to the elephant in the room or the elephant in the big apple. Yep. Or the apple in the big apple. Metropolitans against the Padres. Here we go. Minus the dollar forty-five. Mad Max is on the bump against you, Darvish. Yeah, for the fathers. So plus the dollar thirty-five. If you like San Diego on the road, minus the dollar forty-five. You want to back the hometown Metropolitans. You want to go run line there. You get juicy numbers there. Plus the dollar sixty for the Mets. If you want to take the run and a half, it's minus the dollar eighty. A lot of JUIs there. But what do you make of game number one? This is a more important game for the Mets than it is for the Padres. Absolutely. Because even though Jacob deGrom is looming here, something's going on with him. And I don't know if it's just those blood blisters that's that they said he the had blisters, in Atlanta. That's the report. I don't, know if, I don't know if there's actually like a legitimate injury that they're not saying anything going on. I don't know if we're just making this out to be that Atlanta's really good and hit a bunch of homers and the start before Angel Hernandez made DeGrom lose his mind for whatever reason. He did lose his mind. So I, I don't know with that. But if the Mets are going to win this series, I do think they need to win today. And that is a difficult task against you, Darvish, who has been awesome, who's the pitcher of the month in the NL in September, and pitched two great games against the Mets in the regular season, but both those games were in San Diego, though. Well, no, one of them. Oh, was oh in yeah, right. Yeah, he, one of them was. He, in he dominated us in San Diego early, and then and got he us dom- in New York. Right. Got, that yeah. was a, that was a game actually out of the All Star break where Darvish beat Scherzer, right, in a low scoring game. Eric Eric Hosmer homered of all people in that game uh, for San Diego, but obviously Hosmer no longer in San no. Diego. But uh, look, it's it just one of those where, hey, Dave, I said this to you off the air. I truly do believe that the winner of this series is taking the Dodgers out next That, that is stunning to I, me. I, I don't care if it's the Mets or the Padres. The, the favorites Mets, to win the World Series, the yeah, Dodgers. Yeah, you, I, you would fade really, them no matter who it is. Yeah, I really do think that the winner of this best of three is really well set up to take out the Dodgers. Now, could the Dodgers sweep whoever comes out of this series? Of course, they won 111 games. They're one of the best teams of all time. Right. But there's just something with that Dodger team that scares me. And it's weird to say, with again, a team that had the fourth best record in the history of baseball in a 162-game season. But I don't trust your starters past Urias. I really don't trust their bullpen at all. No. And as opposed to Atlanta, who I think is coming out of the NL when this is all said and done, Atlanta is one through nine, impossible to get out. Dodgers, once you get by six, you can get those guys out. It is amazing that the, the Braves might have the, the most depth. The Braves, the, one I, nine. 
anybody left in baseball. At this moment, Atlanta is the best team going, and I don't think it's for debate. One out to go in Cleveland. Can they wrap up game one? We'll update that and everything else going on in the playoffs, and we'll talk some college football next on Big Bets here on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of Eastern Big Vets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is just a bit different. Everyone is on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is... An addictive chemical. Back alongside Jeff Farrells, Dave Ross here. This is Big Bets here on a Friday. By the way, it is over. Game number one, the Guardians win that one, two to one. You're looking pretty good in that future. Uh, so how, far. How, how about two hours and 16 minutes, Let's Dave keep Ross? Keep moving, people. How about that? Under easily cashes with just three total runs. Again, that was five and a half. Uh, run line does not. By the way, do you, do you have a different approach uh, to run line versus uh, money lines here when you get to the second season? I mean, these games are so, for the most part, so tightly lined that there's no reason to delay a run. They just take, take lay a price. Yeah. Like, I, um, I, I'm kind of kicking myself with this game one because I did like Bieber today over McClanahan. I just didn't do it because the number got away from me. Mm-hmm. Last night, it could have got even at one shop and down, close minus 125 behind us, which I thought that price that it closed at was correct yeah. for this game. But, uh, look, it's just one of those where – I'm more willing to lay a dollar forty in this. I'm okay with. I'm okay Instead with that. of playing the run line. Yeah, I am. Yeah, the run line. I mean, they're playoff games. They're yeah. going to be close. They're going to be tight. They're going to be tight. You Every very pitch rarely matters. See beat downs. And, yeah. And I mean, look at these pitchers. I mean, again, the the worst pitcher pitching today is Jose Quintana. Everyone else is a legitimate front line all star quality pitcher that's pitching today. It's a great point because this is not the regular season. Every pitch, every inning. Obviously, each game matters, certainly in a, in a best of three versus a best of seven. Maybe in the best of sevens, you might want to think about some run line scenarios in, in series where you maybe have a 2 nothing lead. But that's, that's going to be rare, few and far between, versus a, a best of three. Well, and also, too, those games, like in a best of three, you can't punt the game. Right. You in a best to, of right. seven, let's say you're, you're, da- you're up 1-0, and then all of a sudden your starter gives up four in the first. You might let the bullpen. And especially if you're the road team and heading back home for three in a row. You don't, yeah, want, the, you you don't want, want to burn the pen. Yeah, maybe, maybe, I'll, maybe like if, if for our Mets, like, oh, maybe we'll, Trevor Williams would throw five innings that's in right. a game. Like, that's not happening in these, in these wild card games. That would be next round against the Dodgers. Oh, that would be uh, the NLCS if they were to get there. <laughs> uh, let's get to, uh, let's to college football here today. We've got four games on tap that we're going to discuss here. Nebraska against RU, are they ready to play Big Red? Because, look, Nebraska's coming in, going to lay three in uh, Piscataway. What do you make of the Nebraska-Ruckers matchup? This game stinks. I tried I, to sell it as best I could. This game stinks. Also, I'm kind of stunned that the total is as high as it is. 15 hook. Yeah, I might actually end up betting that under. i got to imagine that because uh, I really only looked at sides this week in college mm-hmm. football because totals – if you don't get on the openers more times than not, you're you're you you're, 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 you're just too far the the uh, the other direction. But this is a game that opened 
Uh, well, it opened pick, so uh, it opened, what, 50 and a half? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it actually, that not that much moving. But I, I actually like the Scarlet Knights taking the points Whoa. here. And Rutgers, look, Rutgers won their first three. They beat Boston College on the road. Boston College is terrible. They destroyed Wagner. Who cares? They barely beat Temple, who is legitimately awful on the road, and then two straight games in conference. Uh, Iowa, they gave them two defensive touchdowns, and then Ohio State. We knew what was uh, happening. You knew, you knew what was happening there. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, Nebraska's coming off a win. They beat Indiana, who had – Indiana's the worst team in the conference. I know they started undefeated, but mm-hmm. they're the worst team in the Big Ten. I, I, I'll take the three. I'm hoping this is a low-scoring game. If I lose, it's because Nebraska scores a touchdown on defense – I don't think their defense is good enough to score, even against Rutgers' really bad offense. Yeah, defense has been a mess for Nebraska, so Jeff's going to take the three with the Scarlet Knights tonight. What about Houston against Memphis? Houston, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, that's What a disappointment. You're right, and I, I know Sean Green on the network, or Sean King, rather, on the network, still talking about the Green and that huge win they had to Lane, the Green Wave, over Houston. Now they go on the road, and they're going to take on Memphis, and they're going to get two and a half points. Can they bounce back? Because I know that Tulane loss is really still stinging the nostrils. I have nothing here. I have nothing here. Okay. I, I I can't really get a read on Memphis. I think they're I think they're a perfectly solid football team, but I don't think they're anything spectacular. And Houston, look, I, I they were they were supposed to be this year's Memphis or excuse me, this year's Cincinnati. They were. And that has not worked out. That is not the case whatsoever <laughs> so far for Houston. I mean, they were lucky to beat UTSA week one. They obviously could have had a shot to beat Texas Tech and didn't in overtime. Yep. Kansas drilled them, and then they almost lost to Rice. Well, yeah, it's Kansas. And then, I mean, and then, it's a football I power mean, now. I mean, again, they 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 almost lost to Rice. They needed a defensive touchdown late to win that game. Right. And then last week they lose to the third string quarterback. So this is just a disappointment for Houston. I'm staying off because I actually expected Memphis to be a little bit bigger of a favorite than this. Mm. It did open three and then got bet down to Houston. So I'll steer clear here at this one tonight. Right, isn't it amazing to say they got drilled by Kansas? And we're like, yeah, you know, Kansas football. Of course, yeah. powerhouse, Dave. That's, that's what they do, Kelly, right? I mean, they already went over their – sailing <laughs> over their win total. Okay, I mean, come on. Easy as Should have points better, Kelly. <laughs> Colorado State uh, here in the desert against Nevada – and right now, if you want to lay it with a pack, it's going to be three and a half. So what it's going to cost you against the Rams from Colorado State. What do you make here of Nevada at home? Boy, they've oh, kind boy. of really struggled. And now you got to lay three and a half? Colorado State might be the worst team in the well, – one of the three worst teams in the country. Remember, revenge game for Nevada. Remember that. Jay Norvell, of course, left Nevada to go coach Colorado State. Mm. So uh, revenge for – the, uh, I believe, dozen players that are still left from Norvell's uh, <laughs> era there in, uh, in Reno. I have nothing here. This is just – there. there is a better Mountain West game if you want to go for late-night college football action that I think is more bettable than this. These teams are both dreadful. But Colorado State might be historically dreadful. Where the whole – them and Colorado, the mm. two Colorado teams, the two uh, non – Service Academy FBS teams in uh, in in the state of uh, Colorado, they could go combined to zero and twenty four. Oh my! Like that's how bad both the Rams and the Buffs are this year. From a purely entertainment, forget about a number standpoint. Which game will be more entertaining? The one you saw last night on Thursday Night Football or this game here tonight? Oh, boy. Well, there, there will be a touchdown in this game. Okay, so Colorado State and Nevada, someone's going to score a Someone touchdown. Someone will score a touchdown. Uh, you know what? I have to now see if they can get a no touchdown again on that game. <laughs> you might be able to hit that. UNLV, how about this, getting six and a half on the road against San Jose State. 
Uh, we're going to talk to JVT a little bit later on in the program as well, get his thoughts on this game. What do you make of the running reps here catching almost a touchdown? So both teams showed me a good amount here in this game. Because, or, or last week, I should mm-hmm. say, because UNLV was in a 17 nothing hole. I yep. know New, Mex- New Mexico isn't any good, but to come back from a 17 nothing hole and win the game and actually almost cover by accident in the end is pretty impressive for a team that, do- before this year, won one game in two seasons. Right. So pretty impressive there from UNLV. San Jose State, I actually liked Wyoming last week because I really love Craig Bull, and, and, and that team has overachieved in a big way. San Jose State went to Laramie and smacked them around. They did. That was very impressive by San Jose State. Remember two years ago, this team out of nowhere won the Mountain West. Yeah. I would only take in this game with UNLV. I probably should have grabbed the seven earlier in the week. If you get a seven at some point tonight, might be better off in other jurisdictions than here tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would look to take seven with UNLV, but I think both of these teams are pretty good, Dave. Yeah. I, I think UNLV is a clear bowl team, and San Jose State, with how ridiculous the Mountain West is, the winner of this game is in the pure driver's seat to win the Mountain West West Division. Absolutely. I can't, it should be a very competitive game. Again, that's down from seven to six and a half. Speaking of down from seven to six and a half, Horn Frogs, TCU getting six and a half against Rock Chalk. Yes. I, wow. I mean, and look at the total 69 in this game. For Rock Chalk Jayhawk against TCU. What do you make either of the side of the total in this one? I, I bet Kansas is already at seven. I bet him at seven. I would wait for seven in this game. Now, the defensive numbers for Kansas are not great. No. Last week, Iowa State did everything in their power to lose that game, and they did, which I was happy with because I bet Kansas last week as well. But Jalen Daniels had a really bad game Mm -hmm. last week, and I expect him to be a lot better at the quarterback position for Kansas. The one thing that concerns me is TCU's offense. Now, last week was – Get wow. your frustration out for years of Oklahoma beating. And they did. And they did. And I think Sonny Dykes is a perfect hire there where, you know what? You're in Texas. You're not the premier program. You might as well go for the fun run and shoot style. Let's Why go. Why not? Let, let's go. And for TCU, it's a little bit of a different spot now. You're going on the road, sell out, game day's there. As, again, ridiculous, Lawrence, Kansas for college game day for football, I not cannot, basketball. I can't believe this is the real but, world but, that we're living in. But look at the winner of this game, and this is another ridiculous statement here. I think it's more so for TCU than Kansas, because at some point, Kansas will lose a few games. It will happen, and it may start tomorrow. But for TCU, the way their schedule breaks down, they get Oklahoma State, who looks like the best team in the conference, at home. Right. They get Kansas State at home. They get Iowa State at home. They do have to go to Baylor and Texas. Texas look a lot different, but... TCU could legitimately win the regular season outright and with a win tomorrow on their way. One of your best bets up there on the screen, Kansas plus Kansas seven. Kansas plus seven. We'll get to some of your NFL plays later on in the program. Still scores, by the way, between the Phillies and the Cardinals when we come back. Might do a little NFL, maybe some teaser time. See what oh we like there. Come on back. It's Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. The temperatures might be cooling off, but fall sports are heating up on Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts for pro football, college football, basketball, and hockey. Now is the perfect time to join Bet Rivers. New better is going to receive up to $500 in free bets when you make a first time deposit using the code SPORTS. Go to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today. It is a whole new ballgame. Back alongside Jeff Parles, Dave Ross here. This is Big Bets here on Visa. We will get to some teaser time later on in hour number two in the NFL because there's some news and notes that we'll get to. Maybe Bailey Zappi could be getting the start for New England. We'll try to verify that, see if it has any significant line movement there before we talk about their game with the Lions. I do want to get back to college football, though, Jeff, mm-hmm. very quickly. Uh, Red River, whatever they're calling it now. Texas against Rivalry. Oakland. Rivalry? Is Rivalry. That, I, thought, I don't know. They switch it every other year. I can't yeah. figure it out. And it looks like. Daniel LaRusso is going to fight. Looks like Ewers is going to get out there and be the quarterback for Texas coming back after the injury he had in week two against Alabama. And now that number with the news of Nate coming back, look at it now. Oh, my. 
It was about six and a half, seven, up to nine. I don't remember Ferris being sick nine times. Nine points against Oklahoma. Are you biting on the dog? Who's playing quarterback for Oklahoma? <laughs> That's my question. You don't, I, you don't care about who's the quarterback for Texas. No, look, look, Ewers, if he's healthy, Ewers is really good. So like, he's worth look, a two-point line. Oh, that, for, from card? Yes, definitely. Definitely. And maybe even more. Mm-hmm. Maybe that maybe wasn't steep enough, but... Kind of weird looking at this game with how Oklahoma has really dominated this rivalry for a long time now, where you see Texas is almost a double-digit favorite. Unbelievable. And it kind of just shows where this Oklahoma program is right now, where they already have two losses. They're one more loss in Big 12 play. They're playing for uh, play, playing for Orlando instead of playing for uh, play, playing for for New Orleans. But you're in. A, I, I can't bet this game until I know who's playing quarterback for Oklahoma. Like I, I just. I, I don't know. Nine feels like a lot in this game that always seems to be close. Again, I'm still still hurting from that Texas blown lead a few years ago. Yeah. But I would I would steer clear right now of that game. Well, here's the weird thing for me in that game is I liked them earlier, Boomer Sooner, when it was seven earlier in the week, but we didn't have the news of viewers yet right. coming back, right? And by the way, the news of him coming back, which is great for college football, it's great for Texas, one of the highest recruited quarterbacks they've ever had in their history. But my question would be, how healthy is he really? Is he really? Because, or is this one of those things where I want to play in this rivalry? Therefore, I'm coming back too soon, and therefore, do I trust Brent Venables as I try to go A to Z and see if he can figure out that defense, which has been a sieve the last couple of weeks, to slow down maybe a guy that's not 100 percent for Texas. Just one of those games that's really difficult. A lot of questions. Re- really, a lot of questions. One of those games that, hey, in game wise. Yeah, might have an opportunity. Yeah, but with all those questions, that might be the best advice there is maybe stay away and think about uh, what happens during the game, see what you see from yours if he looks like his, uh, like his old self. Let's talk about Tennessee and LSU. This is a game we talked a lot about this week because I'm intrigued with the offense of Tennessee. That's going to be the best unit on the field out of the six yes. possible units, right? We Definitely. know Brian Kelly and, and his family, they're going to try to keep that defense, keep Penn and Hooker in check and Josh Heupel. They're going to go tempo. What do you make of Tennessee on the road laying the three down there in Death Valley? I understand why people would gravitate to LSU this week. Uh, coming off a nice come from behind win against Auburn. Mm-hmm. The peak of Tennessee in the market right now. But I don't see it. Mm. I like the Vols. I, I think Tennessee goes on the road. They're more talented. Hooker's the best player in this game. Yes. And... For Tennessee now, you're you're actually as ridiculous as it may have seemed two weeks ago, but Georgia now clunker against Kent State. Mm-hmm. Very lucky to beat my alma mater last week in Missouri. Very lucky to win that Suck game. That in. But the only concern that you have, and and the biggest reason I think more than anything that people are gravitating to LSU, you know Tennessee plays next week. Well, it's Play on, Alabama. on the horizon. Play Alabama. Whenever they're so on the horizon. Classic, it's a classic look ahead spot sure. for Tennessee, but I think Heupel's going to have his team focused here, and I like Tennessee to win this game. And and you're giving, you're only having to lay a field goal. Feels pretty good there. And normally you can go correlated plays. If you like Tennessee in the offense, it, it leans towards the over 65. If you like LSU in this spot, it would probably lean towards the under. But this might be one of those tricky ones where it might not correlate, right? Because Correct. if LSU's offense can't keep pace, which we don't think they can, this could be one of those. If it really got ugly like a 31-14 game that stays under, but yet Tennessee can still cover the number. Do you see it playing out that way? 
I I would expect a higher scoring game. Okay. That 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 would be. I don't want I don't want to go over sixty five because that's a massive number. Exactly. But I, I do expect it to be a higher scoring game than look tw- 30, 34 to thirty one is a push here. Right. On both numbers. Like so, LSU getting a thirty one kick. LSU look LSU LSU could be in high twenties. Okay. Wouldn't shock me here. All right. So let's keep an eye on that. This one, what surprises me? We just talked about a total of sixty five in the Tennessee. Game against LSU. Look at this total. 64 and a half for Utah. The Utes against UCLA fighting Chip Kelly still undefeated. They beat Washington last week. I thought it was a pretty nice win on Friday night for them. Now, remember, that line was UCLA was getting three against the Huskies at home. They're only getting now an extra hook against Utah. Does that seem out of whack? Because basically what we're saying is Utah is a half point better than Washington. Well, UCLA got bad here, Dave. So you do, there's a lot of four early in the week. UCLA, UCLA's been bet in this game, and I think that is the right side here. I, I just, I, for me with Utah, where we already saw them on the road, and again, playing in the swamp, much more week difficult one. environment than playing in the Rose Bowl at this point against UCLA, depending on how many people even decide to show up on a Saturday afternoon. But I... I like UCLA's offense a whole lot. Yeah. As good of a quarterback running back tandem as there is, they can not run. just in the back 12, but in all college football. And this is what Chip Kelly does. People yeah. forget about this, right? Did it at Oregon, even brief stint with the Philadelphia Eagles when they had good success early. It's running the football, right? That's what Chip Kelly wants to do is to win the lines of scrimmage here. By the way, that's kind of how Florida won. They, 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 they didn't dominate. It was a very close game. But they won the battle in the trenches. Anthony Richardson was the best player on the, on the field in that game. You're telling me that DTR can't be the best player in the field in this game? Right. He I like can. UCLA. I, I I took a little of four early in the week, but right now at three and a half, I'd be a little more hesitant, but I, I wouldn't want to lay it with Utah on the road. Uh, with that said, it's Winningham. He's a great coach. If they're ready to play, they are probably as a whole – Slightly better roster-wise than UCLA. Is there any way you play the under in this game at 64-and-a-half? I mean, if Utah plays the way they want to, this game will go under. If they can shut down the running game. If they if they play the way they want to, this game will go under. Okay. Uh, I, I I don't know what Tim Murray's weekend's going to be like with Notre Dame taking on BYU, but I know it's going to have a lot of panic attacks. They're, uh, they're laying three-and-a-half out here in the desert, neutral site against BYU. 51 is the total here. Is Tim going to be happy come Sunday, or is he going to be just miserable? I have no feel for this game. <laughs> None. Because you have two fan bases that will travel here. Yes. So I think even though it's technically the Shamrock Series game for Notre Dame, I have a feeling this crowd's going to be a little bit closer to 50-50 than you would expect. Really? Yeah, I think the, I think the BYU crowd will travel. Uh, three and a half feels right, Dave. So no play for me on that game. I will just say this. This is a very, uh, this is a, a straw poll, if you will. Go ahead. I've had many people from the Chicago area reach out to me. Hey, going to be in town for the game. I've had nobody from the uh, BYU community reach out to me. Say, well, I mean, you, I'm not, not, I'm not well, saying that that means it's going to be pro Notre Dame. Oh, hold on a I'm second. just saying. Hold on a second. You know significantly more people from Chicago than you do from Salt Lake City. Come on now. I'm just, I, look. Come on now. <laughs> sometimes you can rig the votes. That's how that works. Oh, uh, by the way, pro tip in hour number one. We talked about it a little bit in Major League Baseball. And by the way, still scoreless uh, between the Phils uh, and the Cardinals right now. I believe they're going to the third inning there. Uh, and with such small totals right now in the Major League Baseball playoffs, be careful about laying those run lines in these MLB playoff games. We just had an example of it in game number one with Cleveland getting the 2-1 victory 
over Tampa Bay. So I know sometimes people don't like to lay those minus 140s, minus 130s. They want to try to find that plus value, and that's where you find it traditionally in the run lines. But we've already seen an example. Exhibit A would be you'd be on the wrong side had you played Cleveland in the run line, but if you just laid the small price tag, you're, you're cashing that ticket right now. Yeah, again, it's just one of those where you see these. Again, the biggest total today is seven. Seven. We're not expecting a lot of so runs. So we're not expecting. Again, it'll vary. It's a play. It, it, the playoff games. Right. We know how it goes. Usually, it's they're low scoring. Every hit games. matters, right? Yeah. Every batter matters in That's these right. games. There's nobody's taking any any outs off, and like we saw at the end of the regular season. And by the way, to that point, you look at the Cardinals right now in that scoreless game. We'll, we'll figure out how this one plays out. But look at the run line number plus a dollar ninety. People are going to get seduced by that. Go, oh, well, yeah, they can win by two. Well, yeah, they can, but remember, home team, they might only get uh, eight, eight innings to hit instead of nine if they did have a one-run lead. So that's very pertinent information that maybe in the postseason you might want to think about playing more money lines instead of run lines. Absolutely. That was pro tip for our number one. Again, all you have to do is be a VEASAN Pro subscriber. You go to VEASAN.com. You can sort these out by show and or by sport. When we come back, JVT. Jonathan Von Tobel is going to join the program next here on Big Bets on Visa in the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.